Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. It is now time for SG Extra. And every week on a Friday, we talk to our colleagues down into Straits Times for the biggest headlines coming out of Singapore this week. Well, a study has found that apparently women are significantly less likely to work in STEM fields. And we're not talking about postage stamps. We're talking about STEM as in science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Mm-hmm. And this is despite a sizable proportion uh, of them being keen on jobs that require such skills. So what are the barriers they face and what can be done to tackle these hidden biases? Well, Tim, now on that note, mm-hmm. right, the government is doing more to ensure equal opportunities in the workplace as part of measures that it's looking at to implement over the next 10 years. Mm. Well, earlier this week, the government produced a white paper on women's development and mapping out 25 action plans to take place over the next decade. So let's find out more uh, on uh, about this with Amelia Tang, the education correspondent at The Straits Times. Good afternoon, Amelia. Hi. Hi, Amelia. Now, the study Hi. indicated that um, women less likely to work in, in these fields, uh, the STEM fields. So why does the gap persist in the industry? Um, yeah, so there may be several reasons, but uh, one finding from the study itself was that there could be barriers of inclusion and a career advancement for women in STEM. Um, what the study found was that there was uh, some sort of a perception among women that they do not belong in science um, mm. when they start yeah. and even down the road. And even those who uh, did study STEM in university uh, went on to join a career uh, in STEM later on thought that men had an easier time uh, getting a job in and in progressing in the field and then. So that's one reason. Okay. What else was uh, was there in that study? Right. So for the study, I mean, um, what they found was also that uh, girls feel generally less confident about their abilities mm. um, in math and science. And this is despite them doing, uh, faring just as well as the boys, going by PISA results. Um, and this points to a mix of factors in perhaps our way of bringing up our children, maybe in gender stereotyping, um, motivation, as well as self-perception that may result in um, a gap between the actual performance of uh, girls and boys and their confidence level. Mm-hmm. Another finding was sorry, please that, go um, Sorry, was another finding was that women uh, here in Singapore were just as inclined as men to um, activities in their jobs that actually uh, typically found in STEM careers. Um, in the research, they used terms uh, for these activities called uh, realistic and investigative. Um, and in some sense, what the researcher told me was that you know, it points to the pragmatism of the Singapore population, including women here, um, because studies elsewhere have found maybe in Western culture that actually women are not so keen in such fields of work. Sorry, we, uh, we, I missed out a word there, because women are not? Are not as keen in... Oh, not keen? Yeah. Right, uh, this right. This is traditionally what we, so, what we are thinking of. Yeah. yeah, there's quite a lot that, that you, you've, you've put um, out there, because when we talk about gender biases, it's, it's not just those coming from external parties is also inherent within intrinsic for some of uh, the women right so what i mean what can be done to to tackle hidden gender biases and break down stereotypes um you know both from ex- from people around as well as for the women themselves right because these are certainly standing in the way of of greater workforce equality well i think um stereotypes don't come out of nowhere right uh, start somewhere and often it starts at home 
and mm. from an early age. And that's why um, role models are so important. And more often than not, our own social norms, our perceptions, we uh, things are shaped by our parents, our family, the people around us and what we encounter you know, again and again. And I guess we have to work really very hard to change uh, these stereotypes, these biases, starting with our own children. Mm-hmm. You know, it could be with the toys they play with, uh, what they see at home, the occupations, uh, you know, who uh, is working in these occupations, these okay. things that they see around them. Mm. In fact, I, 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 w- I would suggest not to just start with children, but with the peers. For example, I mean, at work, for uh, you know, let's just say something breaks down, something mechanical breaks down, we'll just get the guys if we don't call the IT department, <laughs> right? Or if there's something heavy to carry, it's like, oh, okay, we're the boys now, <laughs> you know? Yeah, just like, you yeah. know, yesterday, Melissa taping my shoe. So that's one of example of how you were fixing my things mm-hmm. uh, in your own way. I mean, mm-hmm. it, it, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. I and mean, you cook for me sometimes. Yeah, so, so the, yeah. You, just changing the <laughs> a perception of what uh, each gender should be doing or can do. Amelia Tang is the education correspondent at The Straits Times we're talking to right now here on SG Extra. Amelia, the uh, government released a white paper as well uh, on Singapore's women's development earlier this week. Uh, can you tell us some of the broad policy measures? What's stood out for you the most? So the white paper sets out five main areas. Um, equal opportunities in the workplace, recognition, support mm-hmm. for caregivers, um, protection against violence, uh, violence, and other support measures for women, including single mothers, divorcees, and uh, last but not least, mindset shift. So I think just to pick out a few things that stood out to me, at the workplace, there will be new anti-workplace discrimination laws. Mm-hmm. Uh, to weed out errant employers with unfair practices in hiring and promotions. And there will be a new set of uh, traffic guidelines introduced by 2024 to set out best practices for flexible work arrangements, which is seen as a, um, something that a lot of families will need. Mm-hmm. Um, one key move that has gotten quite a lot of attention is um, this allowing elective increasing. From next yeah. year, women between 21 and 35, right. uh, will, regardless of their marital status, will be allowed to freeze the eggs for non-medical reasons. I see. Okay. Very interesting, okay. Uh, Amelia. So what have the reactions been to all these uh, suggestions? I mean, I'm thinking about the one on employment, for example, right? It's a bit hard to prove sometimes, you know, that you have been unfairly uh, treated uh, or your application, for example, has been unfairly treated or your promotion uh, did not happen because, you know, you're a woman or you were favoured or or maybe a male colleague was favoured over you. Because usually it's a combination of factors, right, that determines whether or not a person is uh, promoted or a person's hired. So, so I, devils will be the, the devil will be in the details, no? Yeah, I think broadly the reactions have been uh, quite positive to the range of measures. Um, but of course, how how they will be implemented and the details uh, we we yet to see that. Uh, so far, what I've seen is a lot of attention on the egg freezing. Um, to me, I I feel it's more of a symbolic move. Um, you're not going to see many uh, young women do this invasive procedure mm. which can be very costly itself and painful um, but yes yeah correct but it's more a reversal of the policy that allowed they didn't allow women to do so previously and to give women that kind of choice to in, in a way to balance their aspirations career as well as family if they wanted to do okay. to have and family later on all right um, yeah oh, all right amelia thank you very much uh for uh talking to us and discussing all these um, uh, developments from the white paper on Singapore's women's development that uh, was released earlier this week. Amelia Ting is the education correspondent
London at the Straits Times here on Primetime. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.